Hello and welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. We're back on the road again, coming to you on location at another great Kansas City taco destination. It's football season in Kansas City, a fun and festive sports season where many tailgate celebrations are had and many tailgate tacos are consumed, along with other various chips and dips and cheeses and chilies and fried goodness. Since it's football season, we decided that it was only appropriate to broadcast today's episode from the friendly yet raucous confines of one Arrowhead Drive, the loudest stadium in the National Football League, the Sea of Red, known lovingly as Camaro Head by some. That's right. Today we are coming to you from the one, the only Arrowhead Stadium, home of the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll be talking sacks and salsa, touchdowns and tortillas, tackles and tomatoes, quarterbacks and queso. It's a football fiesta today on Taco the Town. Like I said before, I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place is going to go unmentioned until my favorite all-time Kansas City Chiefs punter, Louis Aguiar, tells me that it's the right time for me to talk about it. Today, we'll be reviewing another great place to get tacos in the Kansas City area. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and Kansas City Chiefs memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town, on location from Arrowhead Stadium. Like I said before, this week's taco destination is Arrowhead Stadium, home of the Kansas City Chiefs, currently in first place in the AFC West, having an amazing season so far behind new starting quarterback and chosen one, NFL sensation Patrick Mahomes II. We are recording this episode at Arrowhead right before the Chiefs take on the Cincinnati Bengals in a titanic tussle. I've loved the Chiefs since 1993 when Joe Montana joined the team and led the Chiefs to the AFC Championship game. That was the last time the Chiefs were in the AFC Championship game. I didn't grow up loving the Chiefs, but that, for some reason, that team and that year, I just was transfixed, and that's when my love of the Chiefs began. Me and my brother and friends used to drive up to River Falls, Wisconsin to attend Chiefs training camp in the Marty Schottenheimer days. I was a proud owner of the Schottenheimer Polka compact disc (laughs) and would play the song frequently on repeat after Kansas City Chiefs wins in the front yard of my house while I was dancing and cars would honk at me as they drove by. I was in attendance at two very heartbreaking playoff losses here at Arrowhead, both in the freezing cold, the Colts game, in the ice in 95, or was that 94? Was that 95? Uh, I, I, believe, I believe 95. Yeah. Froze my feet off that day, my toes. And just last year, in the below zero temperatures against the Titans. Oh, I remember that one. I used to have Chiefs bed sheets. Not in elementary school, mind you. In college. <laughs> that was not a good move. Not a good move, Dave. Now that looking back on it, not a good move. I am a bad luck charm when it comes to attending Kansas City sports teams. But by luck of the draw, I don't think I've been to a winning Chiefs game in 10-plus years. I'm on a 10-plus game losing streak when attending (laughs) Royals games, so maybe I should leave before the game versus the Bengals starts tonight. Or maybe tonight the streak comes to an end. I'm going to go with that. 
I foresee that this season will end where no other Chiefs season has ended except for the 1969 season when the Kansas City Chiefs were Super Bowl champions. My hope is that having Taco the Town recording here today at Arrowhead in the good graces of the Chiefs kingdom will help add just a little Taco the Town luck to the Chiefs Super Bowl run. A little bit of Taco love to put their postseason aspirations all the way to a championship. I played this game on my Xbox this morning, and the Chiefs win 55-23. <laughs> and and that, that means something. Tyreek Hill scores four touchdowns. Kareem Hunt scores three touchdowns. Yes. That, that means it's meant to be. This will be a win. Have you played this game before, and it was psychic? Is there a reason we think that the game is going to end up like that? I, I played the first game of the season against the Chargers on my Xbox, and the first play... Was a punt return by Tyreek Hill? Or yeah. was it a kickoff? Did he score yeah, a kickoff? Was, no, punt. Punt, return, a punt return. Punt return. And he yeah. scored a touchdown when I was playing. So ever since then, I always play the game, and that's usually what happens. That was a happens. kick-ass play. That got me excited. Yeah. That started the thing. What a way to that's, kick off the season. Oh, yeah. So we are joined today by special guests. We are joined by executive producer Chris Garibaldi. Chris, thank you for being here today. Thanks, Dave. I had a question for you. Yes. Well, I had two questions for you. One, are you guaranteeing a Chiefs Super Bowl win this year? Is that Are you going on record already, or are you going to wait to do that? I think, yeah, I think I just called it. I just called, called it. it. All yeah. right. It. Guaranteed yeah. it. And uh, <laughs> the second question was, the, the game that you got into the Chiefs on where they won that playoff game, was that the game against the Oilers? It was the game before the Oilers oh, game. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you are a Houston Oilers slash Tennessee Titans fan. I am a huge Oilers Titans fan. I'm also known, and many of you may recall me from my calls into sports radio around Kansas City under the title. Oh, my Titans God. Tim. <laughs> Titans Tim. <laughs> but yes. That's Titans awesome. Tim has been very lucky lately. Or not lucky, but you've been blessed with the titans i just the keep Chiefs. bringing you to games yeah you're yeah. snake bit so you so know the titans win <laughs> every time you bring me to a titans chiefs game the titans win i remember there was That's one not even fair one game we went to was like three years ago where we're sitting in the stands the whole game the chiefs are just destroying the titans beating on them beating on them beating on them titans came back missed the field goal to win the game andy reed called a timeout and then they re-kicked the field goal and made it. And we were like, what? what? And they're like, Titans win. The guy goes, Titans win. Thanks for joining us. Arrowhead Stadium. <laughs> I was like, what? How did that happen? Yeah, you wanted to leave. You're like, all right, Titans are losing this game. Let's we better go. I was like, no, there's a minute left. Titans might, you know, go down the field. This is the Chiefs we're talking about. And, and then there happened. was yeah. um, last year where oh, God. Uh, the Chiefs were beating up on the Titans for the whole first half. Oh, yes. And I... Then the Titans started to come back, and I heard this. It was like an old, fragile woman wailing next to me. <laughs> oh, oh, and I look over, and it's Dave. And he's like, "It's happening! It's happening it's again! Happening again!" I had to hold. I had to hold him in my arms. Oh. I had to. I had to kiss his cheeks and hold him in my arms. I still hadn't recovered from the Colts game, in that I. That was the last playoff game I ever went to here. And then I was like, I'm going to give it another shot. Surely they'll win this year. I and think, it happened I think this again. is the day you break the streak, Dave. I think it is. I Let's hope so. It. Maybe you're just Titans good luck and not Chiefs bad luck. Could be. Well, I had the also. Titans angel with me that day as well, my daughter. Oh. I could tell you Titans stories about her. <laughs> she was on my chest as a, as a less than one years old 
when the Music City Miracle happened. No way. And I was sitting watching the game thinking, oh, well, Titans have lost, but at least I have a beautiful new daughter. And then all of a sudden, Frank Wycheck threw the ball down oh. sideways to Dyson, and Dyson ran it in for the touchdown. And <laughs> that was all I could do not to launch my baby into the intelligence <laughs> set. Still one, of, still one of the greatest moments in NFL history. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that, was, yeah. that was amazing. And now she goes with me to lots of Titans events. She's my good luck charm. I love it. Let's hope the Titans and Chiefs don't face off in the playoffs. I don't know what we'll do if, again. We uh, could at least go to the game. Oh, yeah, no, we'll Dave's go. Dave's not allowed to go to the game. I'm not allowed to go. <laughs> Titans are terrible this year. <laughs> Let's meet our other guests. We are joined by an actress, model, and sometimes our roving taco festival reporter here on Taco the Town. She's a mean flag football player in her own right, and she hails from the great taco town of Wichita, Kansas. She has a one-year-old Doberman puppy named Summit. Welcome to Taco the Town, Madison Johnson. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. Thanks for adding Summit in, too. Cause, no problem. Uh, she is my, my little black and tan baby. No problem. <laughs> Our second guest today was born and raised in Overland Park, Kansas. He's a Navy veteran, has been to over 15 countries. He works in advertising sales for Dex Media. He's a huge foodie. He loves barbecue and Mexican. His favorite taco spot in town is Benito Michoacan. Whoa, whoa. His favorite barbecue in town is a toss-up between Gates and LC's, mm -hmm. two of my top three, probably. Mm -hmm. He has an 11-year-old daughter named Cameron, and he is a former defensive lineman for... Our alma mater, Blue Valley High School hey. in Stillwell, Kansas, a Blue Valley Tiger, just like me. Welcome to Taco the Town, Ron Woods. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dave. Very, very happy to be here. And I, I got I to tell you, man, that was, that was one hell of an opening right there. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm fired up. Game all my, all my Chiefs memories. Oh, man, I feel like I'm, I got, I'm fired up, man. We got I'm a history go. lesson. Thank you for your service, You're welcome. Yes, thank you. So where does your Chiefs fandom, both of you, fall? Were you that into the Chiefs in the Schottenheimer area, or where, where was your Chiefs fandom at its most extreme? You know, that's an interesting question, because growing up in Wichita, I don't think that there are are a whole lot of Chiefs fans. I don't know. What do they like down there? I, they like baseball. <laughs> okay. That's, I mean, I, I saw a lot of Royals fans always, yeah. always noticed Royals, but Chiefs, it was, and, and maybe I'm completely wrong and I just didn't come from a, a big football family. I had brothers, but they never played football. So it's, I'm a baby Chiefs fan. I, I watched, interestingly enough, the Bears more than I watched the Chiefs growing up, but now that I've lived in Kansas City, each year I become a bigger Chiefs fan. Royals was easy for me, but once I started playing flag football and just really understanding the game more, I think that that helps a bunch. You were telling me you played co-ed flag football, yes. and you've had guys <laughs> tackle you and knock, I, <laughs> you, knock you out. This what? is true. <laughs> Um, She's not to be messed with. I'm not to be messed with. Um, you know, I'm a very tall 5'6 quarterback. Um, but that being said, yeah, they they go hard over in Swope. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's insane. Um, I do like co-ed, though, definitely. You run a lot more. And, I mean, the guys are just so fast. But sometimes they, uh, they don't pay attention. And then you... <laughs> Wake up and you're on the ground Jeez. wondering, did we get a touchdown? <laughs> Ron, are you still in that Chiefs zone? Has this season got you fired back up? 
I uh, I kind of was at a at a point after that playoff loss last year where I wasn't sure where my mm-hmm. Chiefs fandom was going to be, and then mm-hmm. with Patrick Mahomes being the starting quarterback again, mm-hmm. it's kind of revived all these uh, old Chiefs feelings mm-hmm. for me. I don't think I could have said it any better myself. I think really the whole city was kind of reeling after that loss last year because it was so avoidable, and we should have won that game, especially at home. The expectations were high. Uh, Alex Smith was coming off the best season of his career. Oh, he was so good. Um, we had a huge lead. What was it, 20 point lead? 23 mm-hmm. point 20, lead? 20, yeah, yeah, 20, I think 23. Yeah. 23 point lead. Kelsey was dominating the Titans. Dominating, dominating the Titans. And uh, man, I just like you, I came off that I came off that game last year just very disappointed like everybody else. But I'm I was actually born into Chiefs Kingdom, so my my parents are huge Chiefs fans. I actually have pictures of me in a chief onesie. Oh, nice! Back when I was a baby. But this year, this year's a lot different, though. Uh, I think Mahomes has definitely rejuvenated the city. It's just a different feel. I say we're, I say we're going all the way every year, but this this year definitely feels like we could legitimately do it. I think this year is so promising, and the fact that there's just more energy on the team as well. Having such a young guy and seeing how he's taken control of the team and just his situation has in been his first year in, in his, his first exactly. like five games six games he's mm-hmm. been amazing yeah and we, and we have him for probably the next 10 years so sky's the limit well and ron and i were talking about this earlier that mm-hmm. it's so refreshing to see a younger quarterback that we have homegrown we mm-hmm. have typically gotten you know just the the players that They've, they've had some years behind them, so it's nice to get someone that we don't have to re-teach or, oh. or re-show how, how the Chiefs work. Not an old 49ers retread. It's not Bono. <laughs> it, it, it's not Joe Montana. Love Joe Montana, but that, yeah, Elvis Gerback. <laughs> exactly. Like, this, is, this, is our, this is our guy, and it just it feels different. And, uh, I mean, he, he's having the best start to any rookie season of any quarterback of, of all time. And you can already see, like, the national press, like ESPN, the bigger stations. You know, every I mean, they're basically grooming him mm-hmm. to, to kind of be the face of the NFL, and it's just exciting. I got cousins and family who lives all over the country, and they're calling me about Mahomes, you know. So, I, you know, it's, it's, it's real, you know, throughout the country. So uh, it's just happy. It's, it's, it's really, really good to see, man. Really good to see. Grooming is the perfect word for that, too. That was, yeah, nailed it. Now, we're on the subject of Patrick Mahomes. A very controversial topic about Patrick is his nickname. Everybody wants <laughs> everybody wants to give him a nickname. Some people say he hasn't earned a nickname yet, but and then other people say, Patrick even said himself, he wants to be known as Showtime. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, I'm going to go down this list of Patrick Mahomes' nicknames, and I want to get your guys' opinions on these nicknames, okay? Let's hear it. Let me know which one you like best. All right, so first nickname, Showtime. What do you think of Showtime? I like, I like, I like Showtime, but Deion Sanders, when I think of Showtime, I think of Deion Sanders. Like, he kind of took the name and, like, surprised he hasn't trademarked it yet. Or like he's that's, primetime, right? Or pri- yeah, primetime, primetime. Prime time. Showtime I'm, I'm was the Showtime Lakers. Lakers, you're yeah. right, you're right, you're right. I so just, that's what I always associate yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're, abs- you're absolutely right. I like, I like Showtime. I like Showtime. I don't like Showtime. No? I think of, I think of Cinemax, HBO, and yeah. Stars when I hear Showtime. That's, that's right. That's right. I think Primetime's better. But if he wants to be called Showtime, you know, go Maybe, for it. Maybe what about Pat, Pat Primetime? I mean, Primetime's got to be Dion. PP? Yeah. All right, here's some more. Kelsey calls him Patty Cakes. What do you think about Patty Cakes? I love Patty Cakes. 
I love it. I, li- I like it. I like it. <laughs> that is so adorable. <laughs> I'm a big Patty Cakes fan. Patty Cake, make it shake. Patty Cake, make it shake, baby. <laughs> Let's go. All right, so far, that I think that's my favorite, too. Here's some more. The Red Rifle or the Red Rocket. Red Rocket does not sound good. Oh, great. I hate Red Rocket. When I think of, like, Red Rocket, like... <laughs> I think of what's that movie back in the day? The Red Rifle, Red, oh, yeah. Red Rifle BB gun, <laughs> yeah. Christmas Story. Uh, yeah, Christmas Story. Christmas story. Uh, Red, Red Rider. Yeah, yeah, yeah Red, Red Rider. Red Ooh, I could get behind Red Rider though. Ooh, I like that. Because he's, that a, he's a cool. Texas Tech Red Raider. Red, that, that's right. The Red Raider. Red, Red Rider sounds good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Number four, the arm. Kind of boring. Yeah. No, not it's creative generic. enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's Primetime Pat, The Arm, The KC Air Show. <laughs> oh, okay. That's okay. interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. That I might kinda, be copyright like infringement because there already is a yeah, Kansas City yeah, Air yeah, Show. Yeah. That could be confusing for guests. A lot of these are a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> KC Air Show, I, I would know put who under made this, these. This is a stretch category. Andy Reid calls him Froggy because of his voice. Because he sounds like Kermit the Frog. Mm. Does he sound like Kermit the Frog? <laughs> Have you ever heard him I, say anything? No, I just watch him play. Oh, you never heard him talk? I've, I've never heard, heard his voice compared to, it's like a mix oh, between oh. the Muppets yeah, he and sounds uh, a little Kermit bit the Frog. Like a cross between Fozzie and, and, yeah. and Kermit. Yeah. yeah. Chris, can you do that? that oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Froggy. Froggy, yeah. Okay, here's another one. The Potomac Bomb. Eh. Patomic Bomb. Eh. Potomac. Again, this is a stretch. Froggy, you know, you ever hear the phrase, are you feeling froggy? It's kind of like... Yeah, I like it. You say something to somebody, it's kind of like a threat. You know, if you're feeling froggy, then jump. You ever mm-hmm. hear that? Like, War, war paint's out on the field oh, riding around. Field. War paint! Oh, what nice. Look at that. Oh, look at him try. We're watching uh, war paint uh-huh. gallop gallop around the field. That is Majestic a, horse. That is a beautiful sight right there. That's when you know it's real when war paint comes out. Like, <laughs> she's getting them warmed up. Good thing Eric Berry's not out here. He does not like horses. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's just scared of horses. <laughs> I love horses. All right, a couple more. Top Gun. Eh, like that. That's kind of boring. Mainly because I love Top Gun. I just, oh. I, I, you would yeah, like Danger Zone needs <laughs> oh, to yeah. be playing right now. You have now. a Tom Cruise thing, right? I do have a Tom Cruise yeah. thing. I think anything Tom Cruise is in is wonderful. <laughs> I uh, liked The Mummy. <laughs> like, he does his own <laughs> stunts, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He does his own stunts. What did you think his... of that Mission oh, Impossible? That um, was amazing. amazing. It was incredible. My only complaint is that I wish I would have known it was that long. It's a long movie. It was. It kind of had some Lord of the Rings type oh. endings. Like, they were faux endings. <laughs> yeah, there's like four I different said, endings. Oh, we're that... going into this... The snow village now or something. It was in the Baltic, right? Is that yeah. Oh, where he saw his ex-wife? Yeah. Yeah. I watched a I watched a kind of like a behind the scenes of like making the making of that movie. Because mm-hmm. I love all the Mission Impossible movies and that was one of my favorites. He did all his own stunts oh, yeah. in that movie. He flew the chopper. He was hanging off the side of a cliff. Like he a lot broke of people his say ankle, right? he did he break his, his ankle. ankle. A lot of people say Tom Cruise is crazy. I don't give a shit. <laughs> that man <laughs> deserves <laughs> all the credit in the world. He does his own stunts. Yeah, we don't have to live with him. We just have to watch yeah, right. him. We just have He's to watch him be awesome. Our couch. Exactly. Just be awesome, Tom. All right. <laughs> All right, couple more. The Kansas City Cannon. I like it. That's pretty good. Pistol. Pretty good. Pistol. Well, sorry, the Kansas City Cannon. Is Cannon. that what it was? Yeah. Uh, that one's okay. KC yeah. Cannon. KC uh, Cannon. I like that. I think Kansas City needs to be fully said. Okay. Kansas yeah. City Cannon. Oh yeah. Uh, Pistol Pat. Ooh, kind of like a play on Pistol Pete. Pete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pistol Pat. That's eh, good. That's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, I could, I, He's a gunslinger. But once yeah. again, you know, originality. Yes. There was a pistol. And his yeah. name was Pete. It, 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 the original. <laughs> the original Well, pistol. there was a Patty Cakes, too. <laughs> I do love that one. Okay, one I really like is Patty Magic. 
or Magic Pat Ooh, or okay. the Magic Man or Magic Mahomes. Something magic. I like Magic Mahomes. Okay. Magic yeah. Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, I like go that. With that. Go I, with the alliteration. I like his last name in general. You like Mahomey. I right? like Mahomey. That's oh, my favorite. Yeah. I actually say his last name wrong all of the time because <laughs> I think uh, Mahomes, Mahomes. So we're going. So what's everybody's favorite? Patty cakes, probably. Patty cakes is number one, and then Mahomey is just fun to say. Mahomes is kind of like uh, the the taco version of Pat Mahomes last. Yeah, a little I think, flair yeah, to I, it. I, yeah, I yes. add that Spanish flair to his name <laughs> all the time on accident. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna try some of these tacos here at Arrowhead. I need to know. What your guys' personal taco backstory is? Did you come from a taco eating family? Did you eat tacos growing up? What's your taco story? Yes, I do come from a taco family. I'm black, but my mom was pretty much Mexican in the kitchen. <laughs> very, very well versed in the Mexican food. Believe it or not, we would have tacos usually on Wednesdays. It was it was crazy. And as much as I like to go out and go have tacos, there's nothing like homemade tacos. My mom, she was an excellent taco cook. We always would eat tacos growing up. And and here in Kansas City, you know, we're we're known for the barbecue, but we you can get great Mexican food here too. Tacos, burritos, enchiladas, a little bit of everything. So taco eating is in my blood. Uh, I've always always been a taco fan. Yeah, there's nothing like homemade my mom's homemade tacos too. Oh. I just they're the best. I mean, they're what I grew up with. They're kind of where my taco love definitely started. Yeah. Now, would she make hard shell or soft shell? We always did the typical hard suburban shell. hard shell tacos. Oh, yeah, you, you go, you go get the pack, like the Taco Bell kit or whatever, right, like yeah. the little pack. Yeah. Old El Paso. Uh, Old yeah. Paso. Yeah. Old El Paso. Old El Paso. Those were good. Man, those were She's kind of tried to change a little bit with the times and get some of the like softer shells or the thinner shells, but we yeah. always go back to those old El Paso shells. Yeah. Hey, yeah. if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right. Mom. Right. If it ain't broke. Now, Madison, you're from Wichita, which yes. is an amazing taco town. Oh, it's incredible. Home of Taco Tico. Mm -hmm. A lot of other fast food restaurants have started in, in Wichita as oh, well. Yeah. Pizza Hut, Spangles, which I know is your favorite. <laughs> Spangles is not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> We I make can't fun stand of those commercials. <laughs> oh, my God. So did you eat tacos growing up, or what's the taco scene like growing up in Wichita? So the taco scene in Wichita is wonderful, like we said. But we would have tacos growing up, but my mom, not a huge taco family, so she's German. So we had a lot of German food, actually. I mean, it was like pork every night kind of deal. But now that I'm older, I really started liking tacos. I want to say when I was like 17 started doing the taco tour of Wichita with my brother, my oldest brother, Alexander, and that really reined in some taco love. We were doing the suburban tacos as well. It was time to expand. You reviewed the Wichita Taco Festival for us. That was awesome. You, How many tacos do you think you ate that day? Oh, God. I think I ate 15 tacos, honestly. Oh, was I your, was so full. What was your favorite that day? You had a lot of margaritas, though, too, right? I had too many margaritas. <laughs> I can't remember what my favorite was. I think right now my favorite is Lena's. Lena's has some crazy good tacos. So that's been that's been my go-to right now. Now I've decided to go on a, there's a street in Wichita called Seneca and it is just a lineup of taco shops. And there's a Juarez bakery too. So I'm excited. That's what I'm going to do this week. And you're still a fan of Taco Tico, correct? Oh god, I love Taco Tico so much. There's a place called Taco Shop or Taco. What is that? <laughs> there is a place called Taco Shop. And it's kind of taken over some of the old Taco Ticos, right? Yes. Yeah. Is it any good? Okay. I've never Here, had it. Here's a point where I think Wichita's would kick me out is I think I don't like Taco Shop 
in general. Their salsa reminds me of ketchup and paste. Oh, I know. Sounds terrible. I know. <laughs> maybe and maybe it was just one time they put raw onions in my in my burrito or something, and it I wasn't able to eat the onions like I do now. Obviously, when you're a kid, you hate everything. So right. I do need to try it again. But yeah, taco shops taking over. Yeah, I noticed that there are way more taco shop locations than Taco Tico when I was last down there. So I tried to go to where my, one of my old standby Ticos. And it wasn't there anymore, so. Yeah, there's only two Taco Ticos now in Wichita. Did they have like a bankruptcy and they yes. reopened and stuff? Yep. Yeah, they kept the original one, which I think is the one at 13th and Tyler. Yeah. And that was the one I went to. They've got just an insane salsa bar. So it's too bad that they're closing down. So we've got some of these tacos here from the taco stand here in the middle of Arrowhead Taco Trio. Mm -hmm. And they have an amazing quesadilla too. They've given us some quesadilla here with some guacamole. And then I think this is the, the chicken taco or the... Um, this is like the pork, pork taco. This is the pork taco. If you guys want to eat while we do the show, we can. Absolutely. We can start digging in here. This is presented really nicely too. Yeah. Very handy. It like looks a, beautiful. In a basket. So when it comes to eating at football games or sports places in general what do you guys usually order are you nachos pretzel or do you go ahead and get like a full sandwich and like chili dog or what's your go-to order when you go to like a chiefs game or a royals game you know kind of tradition for myself if if um you know if i'm going to royals or a chiefs game we usually tailgate before we'll go to one of those barbecue spots that you mentioned so i'm usually always pretty full always a little tipsy before i come in i might get a burger or something like like when i'm here but mm -hmm. i'm usually always pretty full by the time i come in do a lot of tailgating love hitting lc's around the corner like before we go that's kind of been tradition oh yeah a lot of good food here in, in arrowhead as we're finding out i know it's fun because you don't typically think of a stadium as having good food so mm -hmm. that's kind of what's great about taco trio is that i mean i'm eating this quesadilla right now and it's wonderful you know usually you would think that it's just gonna be i don't know bland and the food is really good here i do the same thing where i'll, I'll tailgate and have a burger outside and then probably by the time i get in i either get like french fries or or nachos something that i can share that's easily shareable at least absolutely i've got a couple chiefs questions here just First thing that pops into your head, who's your all-time favorite Chiefs player, present or uh, past? Dale Carter, no hesitation. Oh, yeah. Loved he was him. the best. I love Dale Carter because he didn't get a lot of the hype that some of the other defensive players in that era got because he played with a lot of great ones, Deron Cherry, Derek Thomas, Neil Smith, Dan Saliamua. But Dale Carter was trying to kill you. <laughs> was He was he, a shutdown corner, right? Oh, yeah. Shutdown corner. Played a game with a broken arm before, had the big cast on it. They played him on offense one game, played too. Played him on offense. He he was a stud. I've known some different players, like, over the years, and you hear stories about him. And as hard as he went on the field, he went just as hard off the field. So he definitely played hard and partied hard, too. I, I always loved Dale Carter. Chris, do you have a favorite Chiefs player? My favorite Chiefs player, yeah, the X Factor. What was his name? Dante Hall. Dante Hall. Absolutely. I love Dante Hall. I like a great punt, and I love a great kick returner. There was the guy on the Bears. What was his name? Uh, Devin Hester. Devin Hester. Yeah. Man, I saw Devin Hester do something magical one night. <laughs> it was the game where the coach of the Cardinals melted down after the game. Mm. Denny Green, like, yeah. The Bears were who we thought they were. <laughs> That's the famous quote. Yeah, yeah. Devin, Devin Hester in that Let game. Let him off the hook. Yeah, yeah. Oh Devin Hester. Crown him. Crown 
flounder. Yeah. <laughs> that is phenomenal. Devin Hester was amazing in that game. But anyway, so I liked I liked the X Factor. I liked that. And I liked when Marty ran the team. There was one guy, there's one particular game where they were playing the Raiders and they were down. And it was a cornerback. It wasn't Dale Carter. I forget who his name was. But he intercepted the ball. James Hasty. James Hasty. And I think he scored a touchdown yeah. or he shut the game down. And Marty ran down the field and, and he kissed, kissed him. Kissed yeah, James I thought that, that was one <laughs> oh my of my favorite. That was my in favorite. In the end zone, yeah. Moment. That's yeah. amazing. He intercepted one in overtime, yeah. Yep. Madison, who's your favorite Chiefs player of all time? Dante. Dante Hall? Yeah, for sure. Nice. My Chiefs knowledge is limited, you know, but I I really, really liked him. So I'm going with Louis Aguiar, the punter. He had, a, he had a great mustache and a great mullet. And he also once signed, I had a Chiefs helmet, and we went to KCI when they won the AFC West one year, uh-huh. and all the players were coming off the plane, and Louis Aguiar signed my helmet. Louis Aguiar was the punter during the Nick Lowry years, right? Yes. How's everybody's tacos so far? Amazing. Chris just checked on me because I made a crazy face. They yeah, put, are you okay? Is everything in? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, they put kale in the taco. Oh, there's kale in there's there? There's kale. I thought it was cilantro, but I'm... 80% sure that that's kale. It has it. Are you crazy. a kale fan or no kale? No, I like kale. I just have never seen just it in, didn't expect in the taco. It. Yeah. That means oh, yeah, that it's 100% kale. healthy. If there's kale in anything, anything unhealthy in it is completely neutralized. I mean, that's what, that's what Blue Apron does. It's like, oh, you want you want some, some salmon with your kale? So here's another Chiefs question. What current or former Chiefs player would you most like to eat tacos with? Man, that's it. Or would that's be the most fun to, to eat tacos with? I would eat tacos with Kelsey. No doubt. After watching Catching Kelsey, I think I would have to. Oh, were you a big fan of that? No, show? it was horrible. <laughs> it was, was so it a bad. Dating show or something? It was a dating show. I think that that would be the funniest thing. Kelsey just seems like a really down to earth, like cool dude. That's a great choice. I would say if I could have tacos with anybody. Well, I already said Dale was my favorite player. Maybe Priest Holmes. I love Priest, oh, love yeah. Priest Holmes. I got the opportunity to meet him at a meet and greet years ago. He's a real cool guy, real down to earth, and and he seems like he know a lot about tacos. Be be a real cool guy. I have a couple of oh, yeah, because he's from out. Texas. So yeah, he would, yeah, and Texas. he's from Austin. So absolutely, yeah. this is past and future yeah. Chiefs. Past and so present that's and a very future. Very easy answer for me. I would want to have tacos with the greatest player in NFL history, Warren Moon. Yeah. I would absolutely want to have tacos with Warren Moon. He had one year as a chief, yeah. I think it's more than one. A couple years. One or two, yeah. I've got a Warren Moon Chiefs jersey. It's a number one. That's the only Chiefs jersey I own is a Warren Moon Chiefs jersey. Really? I think I should give that to you, Chris. I want that jersey. That's funny that you mentioned Warren Moon because he's one of my favorite players of all time. He's one of the most underrated quarterbacks of all time. He's the best quarterback of all time. The best quarterback of all time. Underrated, he's rated the best. He played about four or five years in the CFL. Yeah. But he would have broke a lot more records if he was in the NFL at that time. Mm. Because he spent all that, he spent those years in the CFL before coming to the NFL because people were unsure about African American quarterbacks. Five championships in the CFL. He was the man, very, uh, very underrated. When they talk about the great quarterbacks of of all time, you don't hear his name. He's number one. Exactly. He is number one. (laughs) Warren Moon, he's got five. He's got a national championship in college. Yep. He's got five Grey Cups. Yep. 
Is it five Grey Cups? Five Grey Cups. And he went to UW, right? Yep. Washington? University of Washington. Yep. But, yeah, it's a shame that he couldn't have won a Super Bowl. He should have. There, that Chiefs loss they had, that was a heartbreaker where Oilers were up by 20, and then they went into the locker room cocky. They came back out. Chiefs beat them. Montana beat them. That was a great game. And then there was, of course, they had a regular season game where they trounced the Buffalo Bills. They put Jim Kelly on crutches. They came back the next week to play the Bills in the first week of the playoffs. They got up by... 23 points in the third quarter. Oh, wow. And Frank Reich, backup quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, who held the NCAA record for comebacks. Yep. Destroyed. Oh, thank you. Awesome. My second margarita is here. And as everybody knows, I like two margaritas. Some of those uh, old Oilers teams were like some of my favorite teams to watch. Who was that? Like Haywood Jeffries. Haywood Jeffries was fantastic. What was the other receiver Hill. that they had? True Hill. True Hill. If you play Tech Mobile, Super oh, Tech yeah, Mobile, there's there's one play yeah. where you Warren Moon, you just run to the one yard line, yeah. throw to Drew Hill. Yeah, absolutely. Those were those were awesome. I'm gonna have to go with Dan Salamua myself. Yes. I'd love to eat some tacos with Dan Salamua. Well, you better bring plenty <laughs> with with Dan Salamua. All right, so everybody, what'd you think of that pork taco? Good? And the quesadilla. It was it was really good. The pork taco, it felt like it had like some citrus notes that wasn't necessarily lime. A little more sweet. I think there was some type of the slaw, for lack of a better word. I don't know what else you would say, but it was kale, like I said, and then yeah, it had some kale in it's it. It's almost like a vinaigrette was on it. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of mm-hmm. noticed that. I kind of yeah. noticed that too. It was a little sweeter. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Different right. flavor. So let's get down to some intense NFL issues. What do you guys think of the new tackle rule in the NFL, where you can't tackle a quarterback and lay all your weight upon a quarterback? Do you think that's taking the game too far, too safe? You think it's it's right because of concussion issues and, and injuring the quarterback? Let's really break it down here, guys. I think they're taking it too far, and it was kind of evident last week when the Chris Jones, I oh, yeah. can't even call it tackle, like missed tackle on Brady. And the reason that happened was because of the new NFL rule. As much as I never want to see any player get hurt, I mean, this is their livelihood. They have families. You never want to see anybody get hurt, but... It's almost becoming kind of like the wussification of the NFL. I mean, uh, let's just call it what it is. It's a violent sport, man. And everybody knows what they're getting signed up for. But all of these, you know, late hit penalties, roughing the passers, it's just getting kind of weak. I miss, you know, the days where no blood, no foul. Like, I mean, you never want to target anybody's head or, you know, targeting or anything like that. But they kind of need to reel in the range a little bit because defensive players are putting themselves at risk now because they're letting up at the moment of impact, which is, I mean, that could cause an injury. You get a guy 6'5", 270, coming full speed, and then at the last minute he's got to let up. One guy had that happen this year on the Dolphins. I think he let up and he he ripped his uh, ACL because he let up and didn't want to hit the quarterback. It's getting ridiculous. I think it's a shame because the Chiefs would have won that game. Would have beat old Tom Brady. Followed through on that tackle. Yeah. At the same time, they might have thrown a flag. So, like, exactly. what do you do? Do you call the quarterback in the grass? Because if you have a Steve McNair, you could probably pile four guys on him, and he <laughs> wants to drag him across the goal line. That's right. Whereas Tom Brady, it's a hard call. You should almost let everybody hit everybody the way. Well, you, you can't even come to. close to Brady. You can't breathe on Brady, you know, without them throwing up a flag. I'd hate to see old patty cakes injured, though, so I'm kind of fine That's with right. it when it comes to patty cakes. Right, right. That's right. In general, I, I'm kind of for it, honestly. 
There are so many concussions in football. I think it's a step in the right direction. I'm just not sure that they have executed it good enough because the linemen are getting hurt or they're tearing their ACLs or whatnot. So in general, I think it's good coming from somebody who has had concussions. I think it is a step in the right direction. I just think that we've got to do something. But it's not even that really the the quarterbacks that are getting concussed. It's the linemen, so it doesn't make sense. Do you think we'll ever see robotic umpires (laughs) in football? Unfortunately, yes. I'm all for more robots and everything. <laughs> so I hope so someday. All right, one last football topic. This is a very... Sorry, Dave, one question. What oh. makes you think we haven't seen them already? <laughs> I mean, why are you so sure that those are human beings? They're living you know us. You know what? I have never seen them up close, so they might be robots. I mean, allegedly, there's autonomous cars all over the roads right now. We don't know which ones are. <laughs> oh, Couldn't wow. it be the same way there's autonomous referees out there? You're right. Google referees. Yeah. I think baseball pretty much already has it. Yeah. Replay. If you think about it, replay and then the way, at least on TV with the strike zone, how they capture that. We're getting there. I'd like to see more robots in the world. I do wish they would go to the automated strike zone, like let that be the decider. Because I, well, we, went to a, we went to a Royals game where they lost, remember, and it was because the ump was terrible. We Absolutely were right behind terrible. home plate, too, and we could really tell when he got a call wrong. Yeah, you could really see the bad calls from those extremely ex- – we paid a lot of money to watch him <laughs> to call watch those bad, bad calls. calls. We all love kickoff songs and punt return songs, kickoff songs that really get the fans fired up and the players fired up. What would be your favorite or go-to kickoff song to have if you were a punt returner or kickoff returner? The Chiefs have had Start Me Up by the Rolling Stones. They've had Black Betty, that rock song. Yep. What are some other kickoff songs they've had in the past? I'm always a fan of the classic Start Me Up, but yep. you guys have one that, that you think would be good? They did Hell's Bells. Oh, Hell's, Hell's Bells would be. That Hell's would Bells be so are, good. Yeah, Hell's Bells would be What great. were some old warm-up songs at Blue Valley that they'd play? <laughs> oh, so... Steve, Coach Steve Rampy's oh, playlist. Well, you know, Rampy was like a huge music fan and loved the classic rock. We'd always come out to like Inner Sandman. Yeah. Mm, that's a good one. That's a great kickoff song. Oh, bro, oh, yeah. we, we'd be fired up. <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be fired up. Inner Sandman. Welcome to the jungle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was all rock. I loved it. I loved a lot of, like, get you fired up. A lot of Metallica, Pantera. Oh, wow. Oh, oh yeah. He, he had was us playing ready to some go. bangers. Oh, dude, oh my oh, God. Oh, we, we, we'd be ready to run through the wall by kickoff. <laughs> and go- you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe some old school, maybe some Rex and Effect rump shaker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Would that get you fired up? Uh, With who, that first that first note, that... Who want to get fired all up? All I want to do is rub a zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. Just shake your rump. I would lose my damn mind. I would lose my mind. If, if they played that before, like, my volleyball games... That would get the crowd Everybody's fired up. Looking I would jump over the damn net. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I would be Mow a over that thing like a hurdle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what is the second taco we have here? Is this the steak? This is the flank taco. Flank taco. Okay. Soft shell Takis Fuego seasoned flank steak, chili lime cream, and pico. And There's something crunchy in there, too. Let's circle sure back what to what is. Chris said. It's the taki. It's the taki. Oh, it's the taki. It's fried taki. They I have takis in the taco. It's nice. taki taco. Oh, wow. Let me try this. It's phenomenal. Is that what it is, a taco? Yeah, it's a taco. Wow, that's mm. really good. 
It's like a Spanish Cheeto. Just oh, yeah. had this. There's a Taki in the taco. That's a first for me. It's a Taki taco. Oh, it's a Taki taco. It was very I love good. it. Mm-hmm. That crunch is nice. Mm-hmm. I'm all about differentiating the textures. You don't want too creamy of a taco. Yeah, it was a little bit of a pleasant surprise mm-hmm. as opposed to when you <laughs> had that kale sneak up on you. <laughs> that kale caught me off guard. <laughs> Damn kale. Yeah, this is great. I've never had this before. That is a pleasant surprise. I really like it. The Taki yeah. Taco. The That's crunch, my favorite one so far. That crunch and the spice, a little bit of spice kick to it. Have you guys ever had a whole bag of Takis before? Has anybody ever had a whole bag of Takis? <laughs> it's a little too much. I think I had a whole bag of Takis once and I couldn't do anything for two days. What is the Taki? You gotta like trail mix that with freaking Tums if you're eating. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Takis are are essentially Cheetos. Oh okay. Yeah. Cool. Like a like a hot Cheeto, right? It's Sup- like a hot Cheeto. Super oh, okay. hot Cheeto. Mm-hmm. A little harder, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Are those all Taki tacos right there? Or is that this? I didn't know about Takis until Orange is the New Black. I didn't know Takis existed. Oh, do they feature that on that yeah, show? Yeah, the girls want Takis. That's one of their demands. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea what they were talking about. They have like a prison riot. Yeah, or they had a like riot. That. Yeah. And over Takis. Yeah. And they said they wanted Takis. <laughs> so simple things in life. You but know? now I get it. I didn't before. All right. Every week here on the show, we like to check the taco news stories of the week. This is called Checking the Taco Ticker. You guys want to check the taco ticker with me? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, taco ticker story number one. A Texas Uber driver was attacked with tacos when an angry customer refused to leave her car. A shocking video has emerged recently showing a drunk woman attacking an Uber driver with takeout boxes of tacos during an argument inside the hired car. The footage was captured on the vehicle's dash cam while she worked her weekend shift in Midland, Texas. The video shows a man and a woman sitting in the back seat of the car with what appears to be three trays of food. The woman asks the driver to return to a bar they had just been picked up from in order to collect more passengers. The clip starts with the driver telling the male passenger that he is scratching up her car while he was getting out of the car, which he quickly apologizes for. Honestly, you need to go back and get them. The driver replies, I need you to exit my vehicle. Then she asks a man who is outside the vehicle to not scream at her after he shouts bullshit and then again asks the woman to leave the vehicle. The driver then points at the camera inside her car as to prompt the passenger to exit. After eventually opening the rear passenger door, the woman then picks up the boxes of food and throws them at Chavez, tacos flying onto the car. The driver immediately says she's going to call the police. The driver says, look at this, look what you did. She then asks the male passenger to look at the mess he made in her car. He says, yeah, she threw tacos. The driver and her husband released the footage as an appeal to find the woman. The driver's husband says, my wife is a wholesome, God-fearing woman who does this on the weekend to supplement her professional nine-to-five job. She's embarrassed by this, and we will not let it go by the wayside. You don't throw tacos at people. You don't treat people this way. What guys, an asshat. She had three trays of food in her Uber. Was it an Uber Eats order? I don't know. I don't think so. That's what I wonder, because I was talking to an Uber driver the other day, and he was saying how basically all Uber drivers hate Uber Eats because they're like paid $2 to do it. it it's horrible. They're, so every time... They're paid more or less. They're paid less. And it's, so it's a huge pain in the ass for them. So that's why your McDonald's takes 45 minutes. Because nobody wants to pick it up, even though there's drivers around. You know what I've always thought about, like, Uber Eats? I've never ordered Uber Eats before. Neither have I. But I'd be nervous, like, 
somebody snacking on my fries on the on the, <laughs> on, the, on the on the way over. Maybe like a few fries here, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe like yeah, I mean he's driving him over. A, he get a fry. He's like, man, those smell really like, good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna take like, a little bite. Those smell yeah. great. But you think about it, if you're an Uber Eats driver and all you're doing is delivering food all day, like you could probably have a whole meal. It just like throughout the night, just snacking here, snacking there. I'm like, I, I'd always be nervous to do it, you know. <laughs> have you ever been involved in like an Uber altercation at the end of the night? Fiasco. Yeah, I have not. If I get into like an Uber or something like that, I just keep the conversation to a minimum, and I'm just trying to go home or to my destination. But never had an altercation. My wife likes to call cab drivers stab drivers because she thinks I'm going to be stabbed to death in a cab. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've I've cooled out a little bit, but. I, Look, the bottom line is these people are working hard for their money. Yep. It's a high-pressure yep. situation. You never know who's getting in your cab. Yep. Sometimes, though, I would expect people to know where they're going if they're yep. a cab driver. Uber sort of solves that problem with yep. Google Maps. But We've had yep. some weird Uber drivers, me and you, Chris. Yep. Remember yeah, that I guy kinda... who, who wouldn't roll his windows up and it was like 50 degrees yep. outside? Right. Oh, that's horrible. And he also was lost. He had no idea where he was in the city. And then... That one guy who picked us up from a Chiefs game one time, or was at Royals game, and he like freaked out on us because he he didn't know where he was going. Remember that guy? Yeah, like I yeah I always draw <laughs> the weird ones. I'm trying to be a little more introspective and emotionally intelligent about my cab driving and Uber driving experiences. Yeah. But it seems like I draw the bad straw Yo. every time. Chris, there's a reason why, nope. and I just learned about this. You're rated on Uber. It, oh, did no you know way. that? What's that? You you're given a rate. On yeah, oh Uber. yeah, my rating's not that great. That's why. That's exactly why. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought of that. You might wonder what your Uber rating is. Fortunately, I, I take so many Ubers that it's like it's sort slowly, of balances out. Slowly going up. Yeah. I was a 4.8. There was a questionable Parkville, Missouri trip. I remember the day. <laughs> I think that's what knocked it down. <laughs> Yeah, one Uber driver. 90% sure. One guy that picked me up was like, oh, yeah, you've got a really low rating, so what's the deal with that? And I was like, hey, that's all good, man. I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. I've gotten excited because I'm starting to get nicer cars now when Uber's picking me oh, up. Yeah. So I'm making sure to tip. Because for a while, the tipping thing, that really wasn't a thing. It was like, yeah, this is the... This is the rate, yeah. and that's it. And so I didn't tip. I didn't know. I didn't know better. The whole throwing tacos at your Uber driver seems just like a huge waste of tacos. Oh, it's atrocious. I would never throw a taco that I plan on eating later in the night at a driver. You got to keep those tacos for eating. Also, if they're soft shell, I mean, that taco does not have the aerodynamics to uh, really hit the person you're wanting to. That just sounds messy. Help. How far do you think Patrick Mahomes could throw a taco? Depends on if it's hard or soft shell. If he, it, <laughs> honestly, if it's soft shell and he rolls it like a little burrito, that thing's going yards. You think Patrick Mahomes could throw a football out of this stadium? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. They they have they have video of him throwing a ball. I think it was seventy five yards on his back foot, and he's been doing that since college. Yeah. So you know, I would not be surprised about a Pat Cannon. Pat Cannon. Pat Cannon. God, I hate when the news outlets steal videos of me throwing 70 yards and then, and then claim it's Patrick. 
Yeah. What a bunch of garbage. I've had that happen so many <laughs> times. Taco ticker story number two. Chipotle has launched a loyalty program in three cities that will expand nationally in 2019. Kansas City is actually one of the cities that it's rolling it out in, as well as Phoenix and Columbus. Enrollees in the program who order online will earn 15 points for every dollar they spend, while those who order in person receive 10 points. A free entree requires 1,250 points. Customers in the three pilot markets will also get free chips and guac after their first Chipotle rewards order. Do you guys eat enough Chipotle to be a part of this loyalty program? I used to eat enough Chipotle, no doubt. Now, not so much. The older you get, maybe the less Chipotle you eat. Chipotle was my college spot. I've been saying for years that Chipotle should do some kind of like stamp deal to like you come in six times, seven times, you get your eighth burrito for free. Like they do with coffee, like Like, in coffee shops. Yeah, exactly. That's a good idea. They get so much repeat business. And all it would do is just encourage people to come in more often. So it'd be kind of a win-win for them. I'm just surprised they don't do it because Chipotle is not the cheapest either. No, No, especially when you get guac and chips. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That guac is so expensive. Like $3. Yeah, I think they're trying to go after the uh, Starbucks example. Yeah. Have you guys ever tried Qdoba? Yeah. I have. Is it good? Yeah. It's good. Here's the problem with Qdoba is that Chipotle has figured it out where you can mix basically everything on the menu and it'll be good. Whereas Qdoba, there are so many options, which is wonderful if you know it you want. But if you're trying to do like, oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, which is often what you do at a restaurant like that, you can easily just demolish your burrito and not in the good way. Like (laughs) You're not eating that thing because you put vinaigrette on it and you blacked out and didn't know what you were doing. Taco coma. It's Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The one cool thing about Cordoba is they have uh, free guac, right? Guac is free. It's not extra. Do they oh, that's, really? That's yeah. awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome. They also have really good queso. Yeah. It's still, I would say their queso is still better than Chipotle's. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's close up the taco ticker. Thanks for answering those questions mm-hmm. or checking those news oh, stories yeah. out with me. <laughs> we'll be right back after this break. Hey, folks. Dave from Taco the Town here. Let me tell you a little bit about Lotus Pool Records. Did you know that Lotus Pool wants to be your record label? They have a treasure trove of countless euphoric epiphanies awaiting your discovery. An eclectic collection of magically beautiful music that is not afraid to challenge you as much as it wants to earn your respect. Its artists work incessantly to produce perfect albums. Albums that want to be your best kept secret. Sample the entire Lotus Pool catalog for free at lotuspool.com. Enjoy Voice of Action's self-titled dish of sexy rock. Poster children's critically acclaimed political sledgehammer, Grand Bargain. Chris Cardwell's deeply sincere debut, Burning Heart. The siren song seduction of Heidi Lynn Gluck's Pony Show. And the brilliantly remastered re-releases of Zoom's Helium Octopede, produced by Greg Sage of The Wipers, and Rockin' in Rio, now available on 8-Track. Once you've discovered the magic of Lotus Pool music, please share it with your friends. Some secrets are too good to keep. Check them out today at lotuspool.com. So we've got a third taco here. What taco is this, Chris? This is the Hatch Chili Chicken Taco. It has griddled corn cake, elote crema, hatch chili braised chicken, roasted corn pico, and cotija cheese. Oh, wow. And it reminds me of a story from the Holy Bible when Jesus goes to a wedding and they run out of wine and they say, Jesus, what do we do? We're out of wine. And he says, bring me some water. He blesses the water and they give people the water. They drink it. And one of the comments from the guests is, usually I go to a wedding 
And at the beginning of the wedding, they serve the good wine. And at the end of the wedding, when everybody's drunk, they serve the bad wine. But instead, at this wedding, best wine I've ever tasted has come out now. That's what I feel like's happened here. This is my favorite <laughs> taco of all, of all the tacos we've had today. That was this, a great explanation. This shell is, is very interesting. It's, it's like corn a cornbread. Corn yeah, cornbread. It feels like a, like maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like what they what they put on the outside of tamales, mm -hmm. the first layer of a, a tamale when you unwrap the corn. Yeah, that's interesting. I've never had a shell like that before. So, Chris, that story, the Bible story, <laughs> happened in Cana. And oh, wow. Wichita actually just opened a wine bar now called Cana as well in reference to that. Really? Yeah. They just I love that story. That mm -hmm. one has always stuck with me. That's mm -hmm. a cool <laughs> name for a wine bar, actually. Chris is starting a offshoot podcast called Taco About the Bible. It's a taco slash Bible study group. I think we you do. could get a lot of followers with that. <laughs> All right, so this is the part of the show called Town of the Taco. This is where we talk about Kansas City topics. If you guys want to pull a topic from the Kansas City Cup, ladies first. Oh, thank and you. And then we'll just discuss it. Doesn't have to be too in depth. We'll just kind of give our feelings and thoughts on it. Town of the Taco. Kansas City, you're the place I love. Oh, oh, oh man. What, what did you get there, Madison? I got best place to bring out-of-town guests. Great question. Um, where do I start, honestly? I don't even know. Like, restaurants or just in general? In general, anywhere, yeah. Mm. Must-see places in the town. Must-see places, I would say You the, should give a restaurant and a, and a must-see place. A restaurant and a must-see place. Okay. My restaurant, we are listening to some Star Spangled Banner. Oh, I just had it. It went away from me. I think I would bring them to Port Fonda. Yeah, yeah that's nice. Yeah, I think I would bring Port Fonda because obviously I love tacos. And they have crazy chips and salsa. Their platter is really, really cool. Um, so I'd probably bring them there. I mean, your typical ones would be like McCormick and Schmicks. Nope. Am, I, am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. Cormac Schmicks. I I mean, gosh, that's hard. We've got so many good restaurants. Yeah, it's always got to, with my family, it always revolves around eating and mm -hmm. not like museums or anything. It's Same. always eating. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, mine is too. Yep. Um, however, the our museum, our art museum. The Nelson. The yep. Nelson. I, I typically bring people there. It's I love art in general. And so we always have a really cool exhibit going on ron would you have any go-to's uh, those were those were all great places by the way all great places we're red-blooded americans so if you're coming to kansas city we're going to eat we're going to eat my go-to places anytime i get family friends anybody coming out of town we're either going to jack stack oh yeah q39 lc's mm -hmm. or gates it's it there's no debate i really like mccormick and schmidt mm -hmm. mccormick and schmidt too if i want to get fancy the with chocolate it. bag chocolate yeah the cho that's all you need oh, to go in yeah, yeah. you don't need to eat the steak you just need to get the chocolate bag i tell you what if you've got a girl that you really like and you take her to mccormick and schmidt and you get the chocolate bag you're gonna end up married by the you're end of that end night there's, what's and, the, um, there's gonna be a ring in that chocolate I'm, bag i'm trying to tell you fellas there's a ring in the bag. There's a ring There's in the bag. There's a ring in the bag. <laughs> she got it in the bag. <laughs> you got it in the bag. Exactly. <laughs> She's a, a smart woman. Bag. Places to go. I really love the Negro Leagues Museum. Mm -hmm. I take a lot of family down there. 18th and Vine. The museum is great. The Nelson's very cool. I like the lookout point. The scout. Go there like on the late night. Overlooks like the whole city, which is really cool. 
And then one of my favorite parts of Kansas City ever since I was a kid, I love Crown Center. Oh, Crown Center. Always love Crown so Center. Ice skating and, uh, in Crown Center. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Christmas my time, goodness. Yeah. Chris, oh, and the Plaza Lights. It makes my heart melt. Plaza the Lights, Plaza yeah. Light. and, I, and Crown the, Center's a great area. The I lights love Crown in, The lights in Mission, too. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. I always forget about that, but they, they are the, yeah, the lights hard. down there are great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a wonderful sort of money moment when you yep. go to the Negro League Museum. Mm -hmm. When you walk through at the very end of the museum, you walk mm -hmm. onto a field. Yes. With yes. actual size bronzed players of like the best. It's like no. a team of the best Negro League players yep. of all time, like Satchel yep. Page on the mound. Yep. And, and Josh, it is Gibson. Just, Josh it, Gibson. Yeah, Josh Gibson. Yep. It, it is uh, Buck O'Neill. Awe striking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, Buck O'Neill is there. Mm -hmm. It's just like one of the coolest things I've ever seen in a music. It's like yep. to be as you, you're walking on the field as mm -hmm. these people are playing. Mm -hmm. It's it's pretty pretty awe striking. Great moment. That was very well said. I don't think people really realize just how good the monarchs were in their time. I mean, they They're they dominant. were the they dominant. They were the creme de la creme. They were the Yankees, uh, right? Yeah, exactly. They were the Yankees, and it's just got a lot of history. A lot of those players could have played and dominated in the major leagues, but for obvious reasons, they weren't able to play. Just a lot of history. And every time I've gone in there, whether taking my daughter, family, and friends, you just see an eclectic group of people in there. And it's just very cool to see that people can go in and appreciate it. They've done an excellent job with that museum in Kansas City. Excellent, mm -hmm. excellent job. Kansas City has a hidden history. There's like there was like a, a an initial boon to this town, which yep. she had the monarchs, yep. 18th and Vine, yep. where you had like Charlie Parker and oh. Miles Davis oh. and Coltrane, all yep. those people playing in this city. Mm -hmm. oh. This city was like the place to play. Yes. You had Pendergast. Now I understand that Pendergast was corrupt and there was a lot of negativity to what he did, uh -huh. but he really made this city come alive. He used that sort of, I guess, that leverage of corruption to really benefit this city. And now, you know, there's positives and negatives there, but mm -hmm. that was when the city sort of had its first oh. renaissance. Yep. Yes. In the 20s and 30s, you could not do anything substantial in Kansas City without Tom Pendergast knowing. The police department was corrupt. It was really like kind of like that swing time, like renaissance. All the greats came through here because it was centrally located. And man, was, Kansas City uh, in the 20s and 30s was off the chain. Yeah, it was like open city. Like yeah. anything goes in Kansas City yep. back then. So, yep. Which kind of leads me to the place that I take people when they come from out of town, which is the ship. Yes. Yeah. The, the ship was featured in, uh, you've never been to the ship? No. Oh, well, you got to go. It, West Bottoms, it's really cool. Oh. It was an old dive bar that was open in Kansas City, and it has, when you walk into it, it's like themed like mm -hmm. a ship, mm -hmm. like rivets and oh, cool. portholes and life preservers and all sorts of great stuff. And they have a beautiful, awesome sign out front. But they closed it down, then they reopened it to shoot Altman's Kansas City movie. Yeah. So he completely redid the inside of this dive bar. They shot, all the jazz scenes were shot in the ship. And then uh, they closed it down again. And then they reopened it in the West Bottoms with all the original interiors. It's amazing. Ron, did you grab one of these yet? Uh, no, no, he not hasn't. Yet. All right, so here's Ron's. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. What does it say? The it, worst day I've ever had I've in Kansas City. Had in Kansas City. Oh, I've got one. What's go, the but worst? you go for it, Ron. What's the worst goodness. day you ever had in Kansas City? <laughs> I cannot wait. Oh, wow. The worst day I've ever had in <laughs> I once had a, I was flying out of here. I was headed to San Francisco 
And, man, my flight kept getting delayed, I guess, and, and had to spend the night in the hotel. Were you stuck at KCI? Stuck at, stuck at KCI. That'd be bad. Yeah, it's really not too not much here going on. Nothing to do at KCI. Nothing, nothing to do nothing at KCI. To do. And I know that kind of sounds like first world problems, you know, but it's set up so odd. Yeah, to me. I don't, I don't understand. You gotta, you gotta walk a, a block to get some coffee there. Well, yeah, it's just it's not made for layovers. It's no. made for driving up and getting on your plane, which it's in, great for. In and out. I love, I love yeah. that aspect of it mm-hmm. though. But yeah, if people are uh-huh. stranded here, yeah, it's nothing. I feel you bad can't, for them. Yeah. You better, you better have your laptop or, or oh, phone yeah. or, 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 yeah, a good book, a something nice something to do. Yeah, 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 good, definitely a good pillow. Mm-hmm. The KC Airport drew the short straw here. Is that what I'm hearing? No, uh, this for, topic is what's the worst day you've ever had in Kansas City? Oh, it was a day at the airport? <laughs> <laughs> it sucks to get stuck there, but I, I, I'm at the airport a lot, mm-hmm. and I do like getting in and out fast. Oh, it's, That's it's, nice it's beautiful. I'm kind of upset that they're – I can understand it like they're – renovating it and redoing it but kind of goes back to if it ain't broke don't fix it i i, I love the fact you can get in and out other airports you go to you got to go through terminals mm-hmm. yeah, take, and, uh, take trains take and, trains and, and you know that, that's a, there's been a lot of negative feedback for people flying into the airport oh in yeah fact, we're being passed up as a city on a lot of opportunity mm-hmm. because of the airport i agree like it's super convenient for us mm-hmm. yeah but it's not great for people who want to come to this town wichita this just, is true just redid their airport and it is gorgeous is it it is absolutely wonderful and i do think that it's helping business because that's the first thing that a visitor is going to see mm-hmm. so i think it as far as making a, a good first impression as silly as that sounds from a business aspect it's the way to do it there's a there's a story I heard that, um, and I forget who they were, but a representative of a major either convention or sporting event got off the plane, walked into the Kansas City airport, looked around, <laughs> turned around, got back on the plane and no left way. and said, no way. <laughs> that is hilarious so and true. sad. What you say is absolutely true. People's first impression is important. Madison, do you have a worst day you've ever had in Kansas City? Oh, hell Yeah. <laughs> I remember the hour. <laughs> okay, get ready. Saddle up, Sally. Um, no, so it was a wonderful day for Kansas City in general, but it was a horrible day for Madison. Um, oh, no. We're saying oh, Royals Parade? Oh, we're saying Royals Parade, baby. Oh. Okay, so I lived in the crossroads, and it is Union Station was mm, maybe like a quarter of a mile from my house. So I was in Wichita that weekend, just doing some family stuff, I think, and I was on my way back to my place. Well, you have to take the Broadway exit to get to my place. However, I, what usually takes about three hours took six hours. Oh, my goodness. And I was not prepared. I was... Yeah, everybody locked. got I was, stuck, stuck that day wherever I, they I was were, deadlocked yeah. in in the highway or on the highway on i-35 and i had to pee so bad oh no i ended up peeing in a cup <laughs> I ended a lot up, of people did that i that ended day. up peeing in a cup because i couldn't get out and i couldn't go on the side of the road and i just wasn't prepared how for that, it how is that even possible that sounds like an impossible task it, i made it happen <laughs> i made it work and i'm sure everyone saw my ass but it was just like all right we're doing this and we're doing it now 
Um, <laughs> and it was so silly because I could have legitimately just got out and walked to my house. Left but I was car. on I-35. A lot of people left their cars and, just oh. in medians that yeah. night. And that oh, day, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I should have just gotten out and and walked because there I wasn't going anywhere fast. Yeah, that I was in a traffic jam that day on the way down. We, mm-hmm. we had like four false starts. We, we kind of decided to take a bus. The buses were all full. Even the buses got stuck on the highway. So we just decided to drive ourselves, and we got stuck, didn't make it down, just kind of turned around and went back and just watched the parade at a bar. What's great is that I did get to watch the parade, though. When I finally made it home, I was like, okay, well, let's turn this day around and and be a part of the festivities. I can can honestly say, like, that 2015 year, just how electric it was, like, during the playoffs, like, it— Nobody knew a stranger in the city. Everybody was. It was like such a great time. Yeah. It was each other. I saw like dudes. I, I saw people. Grown men that crying. Grown men crying. People who would not ever normally mm-hmm. ever interact Absolutely. with each other in their life. Like guys that look like thugs high fiving old ladies from <laughs> Leewood. Um, like it was. It was. It was electric. It was. It was electric. I was working downtown at the time. Every day we'd get off work and we'd go watch the games down at Power and Light. It was packed. It was it was just so much fun. The town was blue. I uh, it, it 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 was a lot of fun. Those a lot of camaraderie, years, a lot of yeah. love in the air. It was it was amazing. It Can was just such a treasure to live here yeah. and experience that. It, yeah. I mean, it was so fun. Yeah. We well, used to work for the Royals. Did you work for them that yes. season? I worked for them right after the, we won, oh, so I didn't get a ring. I was two months away oh. from getting a ring. I started. <laughs> yeah, I. Started working for them December of 2015, and obviously they got it in October of 2015. So it was really exciting that they hired me, though. After come, you know, because everyone was trying to work for them. And you should have said, uh, "Can we retro date this?" I know. Uh, I like, was like, like um, "Actually, I, I started October 1st. Thank <laughs> right. you." Is that Chris? Dave, I've got a couple special guests here. I just like to inter- interrupt and, awesome. and just give them a little, some props yes. here for the tacos that we ate today. Yeah, and the and the tremendous amount of hospitality that yes. they've extended they've us awesome. today. So why don't you say your name and tell us what you do here at the stand? Um, I am Jennifer, and I am the stand lead for PG-103, the taco cart. Whoa, whoa. And she made those that last set of tacos that we had that we were all, uh, she made those shells by hand. They were so morning. good. They were amazing. Thank that you was, very much for so that. so innovative. Uh, I'm Pat. I'm, I mainly make the chicken quesadilla, which you guys had first. Oh, those delicious. Were great too, yeah. It was we wonderful. Do about, we probably do about 100 quesadillas a game. Really? And about 100 orders of the chicken trio that you wow. guys had last. So those are our two so popular good. ones. That's what people order the most nice is the chicken trio and the quesadilla. Trio I can and, see why. And the quesadillas. Yep. That's what we make tons of them, actually. <laughs> now, we asked this question a little earlier in the show. How far do you think Patrick Mahomes could throw a taco <laughs> or a quesadilla? Oh, a quesadilla! He could he could throw a quesadilla ninety yards. Yeah, well, I'd say at least ninety yards. He's Gotta got be. well, he's got the Gotta best be. arm. Yeah, I mean that's it. He's got the best arm in the league. We couldn't ask for anything more for this for this year. A dream of mine is to just see him throw a taco and just have that taco as a spiral just fly through <laughs> and and Tyreek Hill catch that taco and take a bite so of that taco. So next question is who's going to catch it? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for the tacos. You guys have been outstanding today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. We've been eating these tacos. I want to hear your guys' taco rating. 
So let's put these tacos to our final taco test. Out of all the tacos today, what did you like best? What'd you, what did you not like? Tell me some of your thoughts on the tacos here from the taco stand at Arrowhead. I like the cornbread taco the best. I really did. I think it had the best flavor, the best texture. And then next I would do the taki taco. Last I would do kale taco. <laughs> the pork, the pork kale the taco. The surprise kale the taco. The surprise kale taco. Damn kale taco. Ron, what was your favorite? My favorite was the uh, taki taco. taco. That, that, was, that, was, that was my favorite. Cause uh, you get that little, you get that, that crunch, crunch and the spice, and I, I really, I really like that. My second favorite was the the second one that came out, not the flatbread. I'm not a big flatbread type person. The taco trio was really good. The hatch chili chicken taco was the last one we had. Okay. okay. Yeah. The, oh no, here we here we go. We got pictures right here. Yep. Pasol number one, taco trio number two. And then the uh, the cornbread one for me, uh, number three. But they were, they were all they were all really good. They were all really good. What'd you like best, Chris? Well, I, obviously, I like the last taco the best. Yeah. I thought they were all great. I, I would rank them in reverse order. I felt like they got better as they went. Same. Kale taco yeah. was okay. I love the tiki surprise. It was was it taki mm-hmm. taki surprise? And then I really just was overwhelmed by the the last taco. I thought it was great. Yeah, I lo- I love the taki taco. The first one was really good. The one with the corn. What was that one? The uh, the hatch the chili. Hatch chili. That one was one I like I've never had before. The shell was a special shell that I've never had before. That was delicious. And the quesadilla was good too. And the guacamole was good. Yep. So the quesadilla was really good. I know at football games you're supposed to be loud and pound on the chair in front of you and make as much noise as possible. So it might be hard to get tacos, but I would encourage everyone to get tacos at at Arrowhead if you're at a game. Absolutely. So out of five golden tacos, what would you give the tacos available here at Arrowhead? Three and a half. 3.5? 3.5. Okay. I'd give it four golden tacos. Four out of five golden tacos? Four out of five golden tacos. Yeah, my rating's going to be the four. I, I thought the hospitality was outstanding, yeah. too. It really, so that yeah. sort of pushes my rating up probably to the mid-fours. Mm-hmm. They've been extremely gracious They're so and accommodating nice. here today. And these aren't basic tacos either. These were made with a lot of love, a lot of special ingredients, mm-hmm. especially the special shell. I mean, let's be honest. If 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 we're talking about where do these rank on a spectrum of stadium food? Oh yeah, we're at the top of that. We're, we're at the top tier right <laughs> By now. By far, I mean yeah. they're like off the charts when it comes yeah. to stadium food. We're comparing these tacos to yeah. tacos across this entire town, mm-hmm. and you have to kind of put it in the perspective of we're sitting in Arrowhead Stadium, yeah. where a lot of the food here is probably yeah. subpar. This is outstanding. This the is the best stadium would... food I've ever had. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would say my rating would probably be four point three out of five golden tacos especially for that taki taco that was my Mm -hmm. favorite i could eat i mean we have two more of those i might eat both of those as well as this other one on my plate so yeah 4.3 out of five golden tacos would be my rating i think it should also be noted that what they're doing out here at these stadiums is really upping their game around the food and beverage that they're providing and that's nice i mean it's kind of what they're doing around the leagues Mm -hmm. it's nice to see kansas city was sort of a world leader in stadiums these were the the first of their kind when they were built. Really? And they set the precedent. Yeah, the people who built these stadiums actually went on to build many of the most renowned stadiums in the league. They're a Kansas City-based architecture oh, company. Oh, uh, yeah. What starts with an H, right? Was it the- an HOC or something? Yes, they, they've yes. changed the name of it they, since. They changed the name a few years ago. But uh, it's good to see that the food is following suit. Mm-hmm. So we thought the tacos were delicious, but there are some people that have given some negative reviews to Arrowhead and Arrowhead's food. 
Would you guys like to read some bad reviews and funny voices? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Tiana379 says, Went to the Steelers Chiefs game? <laughs> it was okay. Uh, the wait for snacks is crazy over one hour. I was trying to do maybe like an Irish accent no, or something like that. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. Oh, yeah, get more Irish with it. Poor yeah. security, nothing like what they mentioned when the game is about to start. Girls were fighting, throwing beer, and security was notified and never showed up at all. People had liquor bottles in there, just we lads. They gave me the impression that if not a Chiefs fun, you ain't getting any help, period, lad. Will not go again two stars. Oh, yeah. That, that was amazing. I've been, I've been watching a lot of Sean Connery <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Conor McGregor. <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, there are, there are a lot of tussles here, a lot of fights yeah. in the stands. Arrowhead is... Uh, when you, when you, shit, we, we came, we came here at what, two o'clock? People had already been out here for hours. <laughs> you know, the game starts at what, 730? You know, a lot of alcohol involved. Some other things, I'm sure. You know, it's it's, it's bound to. Uh... People have even <laughs> taken pictures of people making love in oh, in, oh, yeah. in the parking lot after games yeah, oh, and yeah. during games. Uh, oh yeah, oh That's yeah. Insane. On the hoods of cars. Nothing says true love like making love on the hood of a Camaro. In Arrowhead's parking lot. In Arrowhead's parking lot. That's romantic. I'm sure a very lovely experience. <laughs> I bet they went and got a chocolate bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it all comes back to the chocolate bag. That's, Look, that's right. You show up with that chocolate bag. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you got a, a Pinto. It's all good. It's down. And if the Chiefs are winning, then yeah. you're feeling good. You let it flow. What'd you have there, Madison? What'd you find? Right. What do you got? Creation 101 says... Walk a country mile in order to sit around obnoxious drunk fans. On a father-son weekend, we decided to go to the Chiefs' home opener. We paid for a prepaid parking pass to ease the hassle. We left two and a half hours before game time to walk around the stadium. Parking was horrendous as it took one and a half hours to find a parking spot in the furthest lot from the stadium. By the time we walked to our seats, we had 30 minutes before kickoff. The fans around us were drunk with the noontime game and would not stop with the profanity laced tirades. <laughs> Ruined the entire game. We left at the end of the third quarter because we could not stand the foolishness around us. I had plenty of examples for my son of what not to be like. If this is what Chief Nation is all about, do not join. One star. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Harsh. Very well read, though. Yeah, I like the very, accent. Great Thank job. You. That. I mean, the the crowd here is different than the crowd at a Royals game. It's a little more raucous. You can go to a Royals game with your family, yep. but here at Arrowhead, yep. it's intense. Yep. You got to be into the game. You're going to hear some profanity laced tirades. Yep. Got to be ready for that. People yep. live for this. Yeah. There was a moment I had my old school Oilers hat on at that playoffs game, and we were having a good old time laughing because the Oilers were losing and we weren't very worried. My daughter and I weren't very worried. And when the Oilers started to come back, the first thing I did was I bought a round of beers for the Chiefs fans in front of us who already knew we were Titans fans. Smart. Then I took my Oilers hat and I turned it upside down <laughs> and I told my daughter to 
zip up so they wouldn't see her Oilers shirt. <laughs> and we very slowly creeped out of the stadium at the end of the oh, game. You just got to know, you got to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Right. Those guys that you bought the beers for left. Like they when left. the Oilers or the Titans were making their comeback, they too, were they done. were pissed. They're like, they knew what was going to happen and they were out. Yeah. It was bad. You know, we did get some dirty looks as we put on our uh, hazard lights and drove in the oncoming lane to get through all the traffic today oh, to, yeah. to, to do yeah, the they podcast. Were <laughs> Sometimes people come out here just looking for a fight, I think. Yeah. yeah. And they're going to get into one. Like if they see someone uh, wearing the other jersey from yeah. the other team. Yeah. But I've also heard that Arrowhead can be, uh, Kansas City can be nice to visiting fans. Yeah. But it just depends on the person, I guess. Yeah. So. I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. It also just... depends on the season. So, like, right now, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm sure they're going to be super nice to everybody because yeah. we are kicking major ass. Yeah. But when it's a little, you know, we're having not as great of a season, probably, like, you know, 50% wins, we're going to we're gonna be a little more salty about some, about that's some a, that's stuff. That's a great point. Also, yeah. also kind of depends on, like, the game that you go to. Oh, I've been yeah. to – Broncos and Raiders games here, and it has been oh, that's nuts. gonna be brutal. Yeah, that's gonna be brutal. Yeah, Don't yeah, bring him to that game. Yeah, uh, uh-uh, that that is not very kid friendly, you know. <laughs> that's not even adult friendly <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, like I'm scared. <laughs> those are those are great. Those are great games to go to, especially if you're a diehard. You know. Here's a plea to everybody in Arrowhead Stadium: let, let just imagine your virtual chocolate bag. Mm-hmm. Make love to your loved one on the <laughs> yeah. hood of whatever car you own. Yes. And stay cool. It's stay cool. cool. There's, no, there's no point. You Set know. a good example for Patty Cakes. Yes. He's a young mm-hmm. man. He needs a good. <laughs> he needs a good example set for. Or him. here's an idea: go find that fan that, that's wearing the other team's jersey and go get him some tacos. Yeah, go eat some go. tacos together. Tacos would solve the problem. Tacos would solve the problem. They solve a lot of better. problems. They do solve most yeah. problems. That's right. Well, so to wrap it up, the tacos here at Arrowhead are super delicious. Yep. We've got what, four different versions of tacos, or three different versions, and then they also have a quesadilla. If you're here at a Chiefs game and you're looking for some delicious tacos, make sure you hit the taco stand on the field terrace, section 103. The tacos are super delicious, so if you're here, be sure to stop on in and get some tacos. If you're about to fight the fan next to you, think think again and go say, hey, let's go talk about this over some tacos. Put your arm around them and go get some tacos. (laughs) And and don't throw... Throw the tacos at them either. Do not throw a taco at yes. them. Yeah. yeah. Just or, buy it for them. Or if the team comes back in the last seconds and the Chiefs lose, you can throw a taco at them. That I would recommend. Right. And you have a taco Dang. left over. Sorry. All right. violence. We'll be right back after this break. Hey there, everybody. It's your old pal Bigfoot here. Or Sasquatch, if you prefer. You know, one question folks are always asking me is, Bigfoot, what's your favorite podcast? Well, besides Taco of the Town, (laughs) I love me some tacos. My favorite podcast has got to be the Bigfoot Collectors Club, hosted by Michael McMillan and Bryce Johnson. Every week, those funny fellas share stories of high strangeness and interview celebrity guests about their personal paranormal history. It's a real hoot. They talk about UFOs, ghosts, weird and wonderful encounters, and crypto creatures like yours truly. They even have a hotline where you can share your paranormal encounters and they might just play it on the show. 310-597-4803. If you're like me and you like yourself some strange and weird and wonderful stories filled with the unexplained, Bigfoot Collectors Club is your podcast. Take it from me, Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Just don't call me skunk ape. My mom hates it when people call me that. 
Bigfoot Collectors Club, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. All right, so this is the part of the show called Taco Topics. This is where I get your guys in-depth, deep, true taco feelings. Feel free to bear your soul here. I want to know the truth about ta- about your love of tacos. Question number one, what's the one thing you look for in a taco? The one thing I look for in a taco is usually spice. I love some spicy tacos. So you must have liked that Taki taco. I did like the Taki taco for the spice, but I could have I could have had more heat in general. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a, we didn't have any sauce. Any yeah, salsa, I'm a, I'm a salsa girl, so I always, I always look for the heat. I know I can put jalapenos on there, but I want to see if they do and... and you know, how creative they can get with it. You want to sweat a little bit. I want to sweat a little yeah. bit. I want it to work. You know, yeah. I want to. <laughs> so not only like a little bit of heat with the salsa, um, but also seasoned just right to nothing like kind of like seeds, like the meat seasoned really nice. Good pico, some good sour cream, mm-hmm. you know, tomatoes, kind of kind of like a just like a nice blend. But especially if it's like beef, pork mm-hmm. or like a like a steak taco. It just needs that pico to lighten it need, up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Needs that pico to lighten it up and, and uh, you know, season season really well, mm-hmm. like a little bit of heat, too. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? I'm soft shell all the way. Soft shell. So these were all soft we had to here yep. today, yeah. Hot or mild salsa? Madison, you're going hot? I'm going extra hot. Extra hot, okay. Oh, yeah. Ron? Hot to where, like, I got I to gotta wipe my forehead. He's got to wipe his brow. You yeah, got to mm-hmm. wipe my brow. You got to yeah. have a little uh, handkerchief. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or a towel. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. If you're not eating tacos... What's the one thing you're eating? I'm eating carrots and apples. Mm. Oh, my God. I, I'm like a little <laughs> bunny rabbit. I freaking love apples so much. You look very healthy, though. Thank you. Look you. healthy. I appreciate that. So we're talking about carrot, slice, carrot sticks and apple slices? Baby carrots. Baby carrots. Baby I'm carrots. I'm a big carrot fan. Oh, wow. Okay. Ron? Ribs. Oh, ribs. yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Who's your favorite ribs in KC? Ribs is Gates. Mm-hmm. Burn-ins is LC's. Mm-hmm. Sides is Jack Stack. Sides yep. is Jack Stack yep. for sure. Yep. By 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 country mile. Yep. Cheesy corn. <laughs> cheesy yeah. corn. Cheesy corn. That's like the that was voted the best side in oh, KC. Bro, Jack Stack. Cheesy I've, corn. I've taken. I know at least five or six different relatives that have come into town there. Taken friends that have come out of town there. And they say the cheesy corn is some of the best they've ever had in their life. It I mean, it's, 100% it's, is. And the beans are really good, too. The yep. beans are very yeah, good. the beans are very good, too. We Chris. had, remember, we went to LC's for, we went out on an artistic excursion for a Sun Eaters video, and we ended up at LC's. Oh. And I was amazed at how much better, I love Burnens. Oh, I never man. had LC's Burnens. The best. I was surprised at how much better they were than oh. the already excellent friends I'd had everywhere mm-hmm. else in the oh. tent in the city I got to the LC's late in life and I feel so bad for it because I could have been eating LC's mm-hmm. all my life but I have been eating gates my whole life so there you go yeah what's counts. your LC's what's your really what's your favorite good. barbecue spot David gates Gates. I like okay. gates L- I, LC's recently I've been amazed by that yeah gates grew up eating a lot of gates and Hayward's LC's I love Joe's KC too. I haven't eaten yeah. there a lot recently, but no. um, but yeah, and then Q39, they've got great barbecue tacos at Q39. They really do. And they everything do. else. So. They've, got, they've got great food. Yeah. In your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? Yes. I would say so. 
Is there anything taco-wise you think Kansas City could step its taco game up with? Or do you think it's going pretty good right now? I think we've got it covered pretty good. What I really enjoy is is, is the taco trucks, too. I would like to see more taco trucks. The we only need time more you, taco trucks. We need, oh, yeah. we need more we need street more vendors anyway, like yeah. especially down on Power & Lighter when you get out yes. of a concert mm-hmm. or crossroads. More yes. taco trucks, more taco vendors. Yes. Yeah. Every great taco yes. place in Kansas City should yeah, have, have a taco truck, truck That's or a great taco idea. stand. Yeah. Yes. What are some other good taco towns you visited, or what do you think some other great taco towns in the U.S. and Mexico are that you've visited? Dallas is a great taco town. Is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They've got uh, Velvet Taco. Oh, what's that? It's, it's the craziest good. thing I've ever seen. I mean, as far there is a line for tacos that go out the door till 2 a.m., on, on a what's regular a, day. What's a velvet taco? Is that a special kind of taco? It's not a special kind of taco that I know of, but they have the most insane hot sauce I've ever had. It, I mean, I wanted to cry. You only do a drop of it, but velvet taco Ooh. is incredible. And then uh, I think Torchies is in Dallas mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like, I like Dallas I've for a good taco time. I've heard some great things about Torchies. I've never oh, been. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She brought up a great point. I've had, I've had tacos in Dallas, too. My whole mom's side, they're all from Dallas. Any of those cities that, that, that are close to the border, you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to get great tacos. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? Hell no. I would say, oh, yeah. Oh, you've turned down some tacos? I've turned, you get full. I get full, Dave. You get full? Yeah. I can't. I, we What's just, your we limit? We just turned down tacos just now. We just had some taken away from we, us. We, that's turning down I a taco. I was going to eat those two and somebody took them away. That's tur- In my eyes, that's turning down a taco, technically. I should have grabbed them. You could have eaten them, but you didn't. So what's your taco limit? Two, three? I would say three, depending on how big they are. Do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias? I saw your face, Madison, earlier when you discovered kale in your taco. Is that a taco <laughs> no-no for you? I think it might be a taco no-no for me with pork. Oh, I think not if a fan it was pork tacos? no, oh, no, I like it, kale. but pork and kale. I think it would have been better if it was chicken and kale, and it would have worked more. Yeah. Okay. But in general, or um, is there a taco ingredient you don't go for? That you're like, I- I'm not going to eat that taco. I don't uh, go for fish tacos. Okay. At at the real dive restaurants, I'm gonna. Not I stay away from fish tacos. In the middle of Kansas. In the middle of Kansas, <laughs> I don't want it. Now, shrimp tacos, for some reason, I can have like one shrimp taco. Yeah. I can't mow shrimp tacos down. No. Ron, is there a uh, taco no no that you have or? Uh, just do don't come weak. Like uh, whether whether it's the toppings, the meat, just. Don't don't come weak. Don't half-ass it. Just put a little bit in there. Like, if you're going to make me a taco, make me a taco. Like, just don't come weak. Don't call uh, yourself a taco place yeah. and, get, and serve me a weak-ass taco. <laughs> pretty pretty. Make much, it a man. strong taco. Make it, make, it, make, it a strong, make it a strong taco. All right, this is a speed round. See if you guys can uh, break the record of 18 seconds. These are yay or nay questions. These are taco styles. I want to know if these are yays or nays, okay? Oh, God. Okay, here we go. Taco pizza. Nope. Nay. Nope. Taco salad. Yay. Yay. Taco burgers. No. No. Taco dogs. No. No. <laughs> slightly curious, though. Curious. Tiny miniature tacos. Yay. Yay. Choco tacos. Oh, yeah. 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 Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast. No. Ooh, uh, From Taco Bell. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. 
Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg for breakfast. No. A breakfast taco. No. Yay. Haven't tried it, but it sounds cool. That's a Taco Bell creation, too. And finally, tacos served with French fries and nacho cheese. Yay. Yay. Simply because of Del Taco. Oh, they have good? Del Taco does that. Del Taco's great. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Del Taco's great. It's a West Coast thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. I don't think you broke the record, but... No, I like that ex- extra info you gave me. We, we were so yeah. what I need. I never got this. What's your favorite song to listen to in your car when you're on your way to get tacos? Cardi B's. I like it lately. We've been getting a lot of Cardi B lately. A lot of the ladies are listening to some Cardi B on no, the way Cardi to get tacos. B's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it has a little bit of a Spanish influence in okay. there. Mm-hmm. A Latin feel. A little Latin feel. I love the hip hop, man. So mm-hmm. like like you know, good hip hop get me pumped up as as I'm way to get my tacos, you know. But <laughs> really there there's really not any bad musical choices that you can have on your way to get tacos. Shit, I'll listen to goddamn Beethoven <laughs> on, on, on my way to get tacos. You'll listen like, to Phil Collins on his way to get tacos. Oh, no, I love Phil Collins. <laughs> oh, Phil Collins is the Let's man. Shit, I'll throw on some Holland Oaks to go get some tacos, you know? Like, it don't matter. I love uh, Phil Collins, by the way. Uh, can you feel it coming in the oh, air tonight? Okay, that's a good yeah, taco that would song. Be, that's a good taco yeah. song. That would be the a good kickoff song, too. That would be. <laughs> in the air tonight? And then do the drum solo. Right. And you, yeah. can't, you can't kick the ball yeah. off until, until the goes, drum solo. Yeah. <laughs> you have to wait two minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> it has to be, ball. like, queued oh, up. Sits around waiting. They're like, oh. when are they going to kick this damn ball? That Susudio would be, the would be a good kickoff oh, song. That, that's, my, that's my favorite Phil Collins song. Oh. Really? Yeah. Lo- love, love that. Love that song. All right. Here's the part of the show called Taco to Me. Taco to Me, like lovers do. This is when you guys have the chance to ask me a taco question. I've pelted you with taco questions for the last seven hours. Do you have a taco question you'd like to ask me? What's your favorite kind of taco? That's tough. Um, I'm really loving this this new Taki taco. I feel like I should put a Taki in all my tacos now. That's a great idea. This Taki taco from Arrowhead was delicious. I'm going to go with the classic crunchy Taco Villa taco. Oh, my first oh, taco Villa. My first taco. <laughs> one of my first and mm. first taco loves. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, I there. I've never met a taco I didn't like. That's so, that's but that's. True. I'm just gonna go with my first taco. Taco Villa. And usually when I paint a taco or draw a taco, that's the kind of taco I'm drawing with some cheese, lettuce, tomato, yep. and beef. Mm-hmm. So that's that's, a, that's a damn good in taco. my head. Yeah. That's that's the first thing that. Well, guys, what do you say? I want your final score tonight of the Chiefs game, Chiefs versus Bengals, and I want to know how many touchdowns Mahomes is going to throw. And I also want to know what your final record is for the Chiefs this season and what what the result's going to be. Madison, why don't you go first? That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's a heavy hitter question. Okay, I think that it is going to be Chiefs victory. Obviously, I'm just trying to think. I think there's going to be like a 12 point spread. Okay. Yeah. How many how many touchdowns from Mahomes tonight? I actually think it's going to be a bit of a kind of a bit of a shootout. I'm saying 35-24. I was going to go 35. Yeah. Chiefs, because you know we'll put up at least 35. We're going to put up 35 yeah. points easily. We might easily. also give up 35 points. That's true. Right. We'll, we'll we'll put up 35. I'm saying maybe 35-17, 35-24. 
Mahomes throws about four touchdowns tonight. Four. Yeah. I'm, four. Going four. I'm going four. I'm going four. 63 to 61. Chiefs win. <laughs> the Bengals will go for the two-point conversion to try and tie the game, but won't succeed. Mahomes will throw for nine touchdowns. Oh, I love nine. it. Guaranteed. Let's love go. It. Guaranteed. Let's go. What do you think the season ends up? Final record? And think we make the Super Bowl or? AFC Championship game? I think we're going to make the AFC Championship game for sure. Got to have home field through the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I'm a lifelong Chiefs fan, man, but I'm also very realistic, too. Mm -hmm. Our offense can go to the Super Bowl this year. Our defense needs help. We're we're, we're not at that level yet. Yeah, I don't think Um, that either. Definitely AFC Championship. Mm -hmm. We we should get there. Just got to get past uh, New England again in in the playoffs. But if we get home field advantage, look out. Uh, The sky's the limit. Yep. Anything less than an AFC championship this season is a disappointment. Andy Reid has dominated the New England Patriots in the regular season. This is one rare exception where he's lost the regular season game. I think Andy Reid has learned from his previous experiences and is now going to take what they learned last week into the playoffs, beat the New England Patriots, AFC championship game, the Tennessee Titans versus <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs. We're we going will, to that game. My daughter, We're going to that game. Dave, and I will all be here. Oh, wait, I can't go because unless we break the streak Dave's tonight. out, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I think if we can get our defense to make some stops and actually make the other team yeah. punt the mm-hmm. ball, yeah. mm-hmm. we have a good chance of going pretty was, far this postseason. Yeah. Last so. week was just too high. Yeah. It was too high. If we can get Eric Berry, Justin Houston yep. healthy, yep. I think yep. we could uh, – Will be yep. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for coming to Arrowhead and doing the show here. We're gonna stay and watch the game. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you so much for talking tacos with me. I it was an honor, it. man. It was Thank so you. Fun. Thank you. And go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Chiefs. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at Taco the Town KC or on Twitter at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. If you'd like to recommend a taco place for us to review please send us a message to our email at tacothetowntopics at gmail.com. Thanks to everyone here at Arrowhead Stadium and Aramark and the Kansas City Chiefs for having us out today. We had a great time. Good luck to the Chiefs the rest of the season. Thanks to Engineer Matt Allen, Executive Producer Chris Garibaldi. Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. I do want to stress, if you're a regular listener to the show, please do an iTunes review. It's a huge help for us. We've picked up a tremendous amount of momentum and a lot of listeners. Thank you for that. Help us uh, continue the momentum with an iTunes review. That'd be awesome. Appreciate yeah, it. We'd, we'd really appreciate it. Thanks to the band Sun Eaters, who wrote all the music you hear here on the show. Their catalog's available on lotuspool.com. And until next time, go eat some tacos!